When Burton Ramsey opened Ramsey Fairhome in 1948, it was to help serve a need in the community. All these years later, and now more than ever, that belief is still the same. If you've recently had your hometown funeral home close, know that you have options and that our family at Ramsey Funeral Home is here to help. If nothing but to answer your simple questions honestly, Ramsey Funeral Home is here for you and your family when it matters the most. We can help rearrange your prearrangement with 76 years of integrity and experience of serving our community. Death is never convenient and it's certainly not easy. That's why our family is here to help you. Don't get caught off guard and have a plan for the future with Ramsey Fear Home of Harbor Beach. For more information, go to RamseyFH.com. That's RamseyFH.com. Ramsey Fear Home, our family serving yours since 1948. The WLEW Sports Network presents The Game of the Week with Clark Ramsey and Steve Bone on Sports Radio 102.1 FM and live and worldwide at WLEWsports.com. You're listening to the WLEW Sports Network, powered by AgriValley Services. The holiday festivities are over, and now it's time to put the pedal to the metal all the way until the MHSA tournament. Tonight, our broadcast season coverage begins with a classic rivalry in the greater Thumb East. It's Ubley at Harbor Beach. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network, and I'm your host, Clark Ramsey. To the right of me for his now third season on the headset would be the one and only Coach Steve Bowe. Hey, Happy New Year, Clark. It's great to see you. Great to be back in the gym. I know it's a step down from you. I mean, the last time you were on the radio, you're Ford Field calling it state championship i mean what a great uh experience for you and kind of i wish uh i could do that with you in the basketball side of it well let's let's, let's get basketball under control <laughs> first but both ugly and harbor beach entered tonight with winning records and having a played on wednesday harbor beach got back to their winning ways with a commanding victory over sandusky while ugly fell short to k-pack by just three points yeah both teams are off i mean harbor beach off to a great start um harbor beach is expected to win the east so i mean I think Ubley's trying to show everybody that, uh, hey, maybe there's something to be said on who's actually going to win this thing. Uh, we're going to see tonight, so it'll be exciting. Just eight short weeks stand between us and the postseason, and there's plenty of basketball to be played in the meantime. Tonight, it's Harbor Reach and Ubley squaring off for the early lead in the Greater Thumb East race. We'll break down that entire matchup just ahead on Sports Radio 1021 on the WLW Sports Network. Tonight's presentation of the WLW Sports Network is being brought to you by Thumb Sailor, the talk of the thumb. Kohler Propane, nobody gives you gas like Kohler's. North Star Bank, guiding the way. Harbor Beach Community Hospital. Rusky Siding and Building Repair. McVeigh Insurance Agency. Ramsey Fair Home, our family serving yours since 1948. The Elber Insurance Agency. Bayport State Bank. Harbor Beach True Value. And Sure Health. Better health, better life. Are you sure? 
Internet services are provided by Anger Valley Services and the Blazing Speed, their TrueNet 4G wireless network. Go to AngerValleyServices.com for broadband internet that you can count on. This game broadcast is a copyright presentation of Tom Broadcasting Incorporated. All rights are reserved. Any reproduction without the express written consent of the WLW Sports Network is strictly prohibited. Well, it doesn't feel like it's been 41 days since the Division 8 state championship game. But as the saying goes, time flies when you're having fun. We have flipped the calendar to not only December, but also January of 2024. In the meantime, and before we know it, the MHSA tournament will be here. And it feels like it's going to be here sooner than normal. That's because it is. The schedules of the girls' and boys' schedules have flipped this year, so March Madness will find its fever pitch a week earlier for us in 2024, with districts starting February 26th. That's not the only change this year, but we'll get to those rule changes in just a moment. One constant, though, is the broadcast partner to my right tonight, and that would be Steve Bone. We've removed the rookie and sophomore monikers from his title now, and he's a grizzled veteran traveling the winter countryside in search of some basketball games. Steve Bone, it's good to have you back for year number three on the WLW Sports Network. Well, you know, it's funny you use the word grizzled. It reminds me of the last steak I had, and that wasn't that good, so I'm not sure if being a grizzled veteran is that great. <laughs> <laughs> you, you searching for those $2 T-Bone steak specials again, or what are you doing? Exactly. <laughs> the blue plate special. <laughs> I'm on the LEW salary, buddy. <laughs> okay, yeah. That's, we make the small to medium bucks for a reason. <laughs> well, we mentioned rule changes. Let's get to those. The biggest, there is no more one-in-one in basketball, in high school basketball. The goal was to reduce the chances of injury on unnecessary rebounding opportunities. So now... A team will receive two free throws with a start of foul number five during each quarter. That's right, each quarter. The fouls will reset at the end of each quarter, and bonus will start on foul number five in the first quarter, then reset for the second quarter, reset for the third quarter, and reset for the fourth quarter. I've seen this, you know, I mean, it's, it's the NBA does that every yeah. quarter they yeah. reset. So, I mean, I understand. I mean, there's some flow of the game aspects to it and everything. But as from a coaching standpoint, I look at it as, you know, I want to attack you early as hard as I can, set the pace for the officials. Yeah. And then then you kind of get a feel for where your officials are, but you want to go as hard as you can, and then you play it out as the half goes. Well, now you start off every quarter the exact same way. So f- from me being a defensive coach – I really like it because if I get four or five fouls in the first quarter, the whole second quarter I got to back off because yeah, you're going to yeah. shoot free throws. No, no, horn blows. We're coming right back at you as hard as we can for that first four fouls again. And just so, from my standpoint, I think I would love it from a defensive side. And everything I've noticed, it does seem like officials are calling a few more fouls because again they can call fouls in the second quarter yeah. and not put them at the line. Because as much as, you know, we want a good game, the officials want the game to get over. Well, with that, with that, true. With that mentality, though, it sounds like you should have coached hockey more than basketball. <laughs> well, I think I would have done done pretty well at that I as think well, so, too. So. I think so, too. But, well, yeah, you want you always – the more you can be on the attack, the better you are. Well, tonight, though, we might have to count the fouls in flag still as the football rivalry is still alive and well for Ubley and Harbor Beach, now meeting on the hardwood. Yes, this rivalry will be here forever. Um, it's kind of like USA, or I mean, USA Reese, all that. So the one thing you never know, I mean, even though maybe one team is better than the other team that year, they're going to give it everything they got, and these are, you know, this is where upsets happen in rivalry games, that's for sure. 
Yes, it is. Right now, it's a nine-point game in the JV game. Harbor Beach JV leading the Ubley JV 35-26. to And it's time for another short break. When we return, we will look at the away team tonight, which would be the Ubley Bearcats. It's all on the WLW Sports Network, being powered by Anchor Valley Services on Sports Radio 1021. Listening to the WLW Sports Network on Sports Radio 1021 in live and worldwide at WLWSports.com. Clark Ramsey and Steve Bone from our Anchor Valley Services courtside seats in Harbor Beach, Michigan tonight. On a cold, blustery, yes, but it's not snowy evening in the Thumb of Michigan. It's the Ugly Bearcats on the road against their East rival, the Harbor Beach Pirates. And the JV game is about. Two minutes from wrapping things up. Two minutes on the clock from wrapping up. It's a nine-point lead for the Pirates over the JV Bearcats. Let's talk about those ugly Bearcats right now. They enter tonight with a 4-3 overall record. They have lost two of their last three games, though, including a game on Wednesday against KPAC. In the greater than East, they are 1-1, one, one, one game out of first place in the standings. It's early in the year for league play. Head coach, though, is Brandon Sorensen in his fifth year. Number five for Brandon Sorensen. In that time, he's gone 58-29. and 29. That is two-thirds of every game played and coached. He has won. He has never finished in the season below 500. The Ugly Bearcats are scoring 51.7 per game on offense. That is the fifth-best offense in the Gertham Conference, but 11 less than Harbor Beach. On defense, the Bearcats are allowing 41.6, putting Ubley in the top three in the Gratham Conference and three points better than the Pirate defense. Average margin of victory for the Ubley Bearcats, 10.1 in their favor. That is the fourth best in the conference in just one of four teams in double digits. The boys' basketball season began a week earlier than normal this year across the whole state of Michigan, and the Ubley Bearcats have had yet another extended football season overlapping by now more than three weeks. Despite that, the Bearcats got on to a little bit of a roll with three straight wins, but have since dropped two of their last three games in the last week and a half. You know, they talk about state championship hangovers, and there is there's oh, a yeah. lot of, there is a lot of truth to that. You dealt with that, and yes, we had yeah. <laughs> we did have a little bit of that at USA from time to time, but yeah, it, it I mean it is I mean it's more mental. I mean, you think of the grind to a football uh-huh. season, oh, yeah. and you know, and you get to the end, and you know, there's just so much mentally, and like you said, it's been 41 days, yeah. and they've already played seven games, so you know, it's only been 41 days since that mental grind start stopped, and now it's going back again. So, anyways, there there is a little bit of that. I think they'll find their footing a little better as the season goes here, um, but yeah, they're gonna have. It's, you know, they're going to have to figure it out, and they got to figure it out in a hurry here. Well, you talk about the players having kind of a hangover from that state championship. I still feel like I'm in football season, and I didn't even, call, I didn't even play a single down, let alone step on the field, but I, I digress. <laughs> the last year, though, the Ubley Bearcats were led in scoring by Braden Franzel, averaging 12.7 per game. So far for the 2024 season, Franzel has upped that to 15.6, averaging just under four two-pointers in two three-pointers per game. After that, Kalen Ostentoski is the next leading scorer, averaging 7.3 per game. And then Cannon Peruski with 6.1. Mitchell Foote is scoring 5.4 per game, while Austin Gettner has been pitching in 5.1. You'd like to see three scorers in double digits, but balanced scoring behind Franzel seems to be working for Ubley so far this season. Yeah, I mean, 
as the season goes, they'll figure out how they want to defend Franzel and kind of, you know, control that. Some teams might say, hey, we'll give him his 15 and shut everybody else down. So, yeah, they're, uh, you know, Coach Sorensen is definitely looking for some more scoring from some other players. Uh, like you said, it, you at least have to have two and doubles to really uh, be able to, you know, contest against some of these teams. But the one thing Coach Sorensen normally has always done is his teams defend. Oh, so yeah. if you know if we hey if we can't score points we ain't gonna let you score either <laughs> yeah it'll keep us in the game so the tenacity I I love the style of play that Brandon Sorensen brings to the brings to the table especially with the young coach yes he does a great job kids play very hard you know they're they're committed again you know from year to year you're gonna have different levels of you know skills you know shooting passing all that but you're defending and rebounding. That's all heart and a little bit of brain, and we all can pretty much do that. Well, it's time for another short break, and when we return, we'll take a look at the home team in Ubley's main rival in the Harbor Beach Pirates. Right here in your Harvard home for high school hoops, the WLW Sports Network. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network on Sports Radio 1021, live worldwide at WLWSports.com. And now also listen to us in replay form on our website. Just go to WLWSports.com, click on the Replays tab. You'll find all of our broadcasts right there, and now also in podcast form. Wherever you get your podcasts, we are there. It's the Ugly Bear Gants on the road against the Harbor Beach Pirates in divisional play in the Greer Thumb East. The final year for the Greater Thumb Conference as we know it before the Big Thumb Conference takes things over in USC and UCLA and Oregon and whoever else in Washington <laughs> comes in and joins the oh, – excuse me, that's the Big Ten. No, this is the Big Thumb Conference. Millington is the farthest west school that's coming in to the Big Thumb Conference next year, but that is a whole different discussion. We still have one minute left here in this JV game, and Steve, you and I were just talking – one of our goals, especially with the first broadcast of the season, is just to survive. That is, that is goal number one for survival in broadcasting. Yeah. We just want to survive. However, with big games like this, we have so many commercials that it's always a quest to try and fit the basketball game in between the commercials. Well, I hate to break it, but Steve, we're almost doing too well on our commercials now, and we have to talk instead of just playing commercials. <laughs> well. So, it's it's six or one half of a dozen at this well, point. Well, again, it is a, it is a rivalry game, and it's a rivalry for the JVs oh, as yes well. Oh, yes, it is. Yes, it and, is. And uh, they're playing it right to the end, and they're not going to give up until the horn blows. So there's been a lot of timeouts, and each team kind of <laughs> keeps trading baskets and free throws. So, you know, as long as it's a seven-point game with 40 seconds, they, we're going to do oh, it, yeah. They probably still got a good chance. I mean, you never know when <laughs> – you never know in basketball, let alone JV basketball. Well, true. And, I, folks, I hope you realize I pay off the refs before every game so there's no <laughs> overtime allowed in JV. And and now, I unfortunately, I need to send uh, extend my payroll out to the officials in Dallas as well. Uh, that, that didn't go my way either. But, of course, I'm completely in jest. That is not the actual case. I know someone out there is saying, oh, I knew it. That Clark Ramsey is corrupt. People think that regardless. But... Steve, it's good to have you back on air here as we're, frankly, stalling for time here. But it's I, 
I rarely get to see you outside of the basketball season. It's it's good to have you. Last year we didn't have you for district week, which is you know not a very big week at all in the world of high school basketball in the Thumb, Michigan. But uh, we had Mark Gainforth uh, filling in for you, then we had you back for the regional game. And it just it doesn't feel that long ago they were watching Cass City and Beecher duke it out in USA. Yeah, it really doesn't. Um, it's funny. Uh, I reached a milestone the other day with my birthday. and um, Oh, really? Yeah, and it's just amazing how things continue to go faster and faster. Um, it seems like I have less to do, but it just still goes by really, really fast. And we're here again, and new players, and it just never ends. It's kind of like the... You know, it's kind of like the colleges. They got new players yeah. every year, and it, it rolls through, and it's the same thing at the high school level. And it, it, it it's what makes it really exciting. You get to see the new uh, the new talent that's coming. You know, this Harbor Beach group, they've got a lot of young players. You know, it's, it's two years ago, you didn't even know, you know, other than you heard about some kids in eighth oh, grade or something. Like this eighth grade class is the, right, is the yeah, class. Yeah. Yeah. If you had a dollar for every eighth grade class that was going <laughs> to win a state championship, you know, we'd all be pretty rich. True. So, very true. Anyways, uh, so, yeah, it's really cool to see um, uh, these other teams and the new players. It just continues to go on and on, and just we just get older. True. So. I don't know how Matthew McConaughey does not uh, – that wasn't true. That part's true. I, I see, seen him on the sideline. He looked good. <laughs> Did you see when ESPN had three cameras on him on the screen at the same time? They had three boxes of just Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> and then the game was going on as well. But uh, and Now, folks, in addition to all that, we have brand-new headsets tonight. Oh, jeez. And this is the first time we've ever worn them. A little backstory: we actually, I actually ordered these in August. And it's like, this is going to be great. We'll have them for week two of football. They came in December 15th. Well, you know. Ordered them in August. Well, you know, with the backup with COVID and everything. They had to come in from Germany and all this other stuff. We can still blame stuff on COVID, right? Absolutely. I do it every day. And, uh, you know, for things that don't even make sense. You know, I just say, ah, COVID. Sorry. Uh, But... So if we sound a little weird, if we sound like, eh, that doesn't sound like the normal Clark Ramsey. I'm also getting over a cold on top of that, but a lot of different things. So we will work these issues out as the night progresses and as the season goes as well. So bear with us regardless. And frankly, we can blame the headsets. We don't sound good tonight, Steve. You always sound good, Clark. So <laughs> Okay. Okay. You, you, you bit into that one a little too hard. Well, I, you are the boss. No, it's true. Well, the Harbor Beach JV defeats the WJV 44-33, to so now we can return back to regular programming. <laughs> so, Steve, let's talk about those Harbor Beach Pirates. They entered tonight with a 7-2 overall record, their best start in four years, and that was the year when they won their first nine games in route to a pretty solid season. In the Greater Thumb East, they are 2-0 in first place, a half a game ahead of KPAC, of course, very early in divisional play still. Ron Rubel, the head coach for the Harbor Beach Pirates, in just his 31st year at the helm of the program. In that time, he's gone 417 and 232. That's a 643 batting average with nine league titles in just the last 21 seasons. The Harbor Pirates are scoring 62.9 points per game. That is the most prolific offense in the entire Greater Thumb Conference. On defense, the Harbor Pirates are allowing 44.9, which is just the sixth best defense in the conference, three points more than the ugly defense allows. 
Average margin of victory, though, in favor of the Pirates by 18 points. That is the second-best differential in the entire Gertham Conference to second only to the Cass City Redhawks. The 2023 season marked the first time since 2005 that the Pirates finished the season below 500. They went 8-12 last year. This year, they have the chance to match that win total almost tonight with a victory against Ubley. They already have seven wins this year. The win tonight, they will have matching last year's total win total. Harbor Beach's only two losses this year have come by BWAC opponents, Blue Water Area Conference opponents in Croslex in Yale, but bounce back against Sandusky on Wednesday, winning 69-34 to by 25 points. 35 points, excuse me. Yeah, that's a good win for them. That's good a bounce solid back. win. Um, uh, Croslex and Yale, two good teams. I think uh, Ron's doing a really nice job with this team. He's uh, By playing teams like that, that's going to just help this young group. Yeah. Again, the, you know, it's being led by Harper, Benson Harper there. And he's, I mean, it's hard to believe he watched him play last year and he was only a freshman. So now this year, with a year of experience, it's amazing. You know, I mean, you, you can play freshmen and they, they do pretty good. But, boy, with their sophomore year, you can really start to see what they're going to be. So I think that's what we're seeing from him. Getting some other, you know, there's three other sophomores on the team. That youth has really kind of pushed them a little more. Uh, it's a really that it's a really competitive group, uh, more so than I think some of the Harbor Beach teams in the past. They got a real burn in their belly about playing this game and winning, and so I think you know we're seeing that early on. Um, that record from last year, yeah, they they aren't going to have that again. That's for sure. No, it, it'll no. probably be a few years before they even think about something like that again. I think so. Well, there's been a lot of chatter about that exact Harbor Beach leading scorer, Benson Harper, as a future player of the year for the area. Last year as a freshman, he averaged 14.9 per game. This year, now a sophomore, Benson Harper is posting a 25.2 average, including 29 points on Wednesday against Sandusky. Jack Bisher is a senior and has been seen an uptick in production as well, going from 7.6 as a junior to 10.8 this season so far. Sophomore Skylar Cruz is posting a 6.6 average through the first nine games of the season, and Dustin Emmerich at 5.4. Altogether, it makes for a team effort of 63 points per game for the Harbor Beach Pirates. Yeah, if you're going to average 63 points a game, you're going to win a lot of basketball games. So, again, Benson Harper, his his game is really elevated. I've seen him earlier this year. I mean, he can. I mean, he take you to the basket at any time. Finish at the basket, shoot the ball better from the arc. So you back off him. And he's doing a nice job of uh, playmaking, too. But then again, you get that uptick, like you said, from uh, Jack uh, Fisher. Fisher. That helps a lot because now they can't. And again, they can't just you can't leave everybody and then just go guard Harper because th these guys are skilled enough. They'll make shots. They'll get to the basket. They'll make, you know, they'll get fouled. So offensively, they got a really nice, nice mix. And those sophomores are going to continue to help. And as the season goes on, their offensive game will get better. They'll start to get a good feel for the varsity level. And they're, you know, so I, I just see nothing but uh, positives for this Harbor Beach team going forward. Harbor Beach and Ubley tip off in just 11 minutes. Up next, we'll analyze the tail of the tape between the Bearcats and the Pirates. Keep locked on Sports Radio 1021 in live worldwide at WLWSports.com.
It's the WLW Sports Network back on the air after a 41-day hiatus from the Division 8 State Championship game in football. And now it's time for the hardwood action. It's the Ugly Bearcats on the road against the Harbor Beach Pirates. Let's take a look at the tail of the tape between the two teams tonight. Both donned in orange and black tonight. Ugly just 11 days after Ugly won the football state championship, the Bearcats trotted onto the court for their first basketball game of the season. They dropped a close one to Carroll by just two points on the road, 46-48. to Then they rattled off three straight wins leading up to Christmas over USA, Memphis, and Peck. Since then, though, the Bearcats have dropped two of their last three games, including a close one in which they were leading on Wednesday to KPAC, eventually losing 44-47. to Tonight, though, begins a five-game road trip for the Bearcats. Well, you might as well start the, the road trip with a win. Giddy up. <laughs> it always helps. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be a tough task tonight. Uh, Harbor Beach on their own floor. They're always really tough here. So they're going to have to play uh, probably their best game of the season. For Harbor Beach, the Pirates have rattled off seven wins and nine tries this season so far. They hosted Sandusky on Wednesday and won by 35 points, 69-34, to 34, which marked their first win since December 15th. Harbor Beach has lost twice this season, once to Cross Lakes by five at home, and then at Yale by 22 just before Christmas. Yeah, again, like I said, those are two good games for Harbor Beach to play, especially with this group that Ron has. Um, you know, and again, we talk about the, the state title, right? These two teams played each other in football as well. Yes, they do. And, you know, maybe I didn't get you on the football field, but if I can get you on the basketball court, <laughs> I'm definitely going to take my ch- I'm going to get my shots in. So don't be surprised if uh, Harbor Beach gets a chance to run it up. It's just a rivalry, and that's kind of the way it works. Michigan, Michigan State, nobody would ever run it up there, would they? Never. Never, exactly. Well, head-to-head, unless it's the uh, Citrus Bowl in Georgia. They never run the club. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Head-to-head on offense, Harbor Beach has the most prolific offense in the Gertham Conference, averaging 62.9 per game. The Ugly Bearcats are scoring 51.7 per contest. It's the Pirates by 11.2 statistically on offense. Defensively, Ugly has the advantage, allowing just 41.6 per game. Harbor Beach's defense is averaging 44.9 per game. The Bearcats by 3.3 on defense. So by going to my stats in stats alone, it's Harbor Beach by 7.9 points. Las Vegas has the Harbor Beach Pirates favored by 8.5 points. Ugly has won seven of their last eight games against Harbor Beach. The only win for Harbor Beach since the 2019 season was on Valentine's Day 2020 when Dylan Kadar hit a half-court shot for the win at the buzzer. Since then, it's been six straight for the Ugly Bearcats, winning by an average of seven points. It's now time for the Thompson Chevrolet Super Cruise Roadmap. If you're looking for the latest miles from Chevrolet, look no further than the north end of Ugly and Thompson Chevrolet. Find new roads. Last year, the standings ended up Clark Ramsey 6, Steve Bone 4, in Las Vegas 4. So, Steve, you tied for second place and also tied for last place with four wins last year, which means I get to go first tonight. And I'm taking the Harbor Beach Pirates, the home team, by 12 points. Harbor Beach 58, Ubley 46. Well, you know what's amazing about the record from last year? I believe you're ahead 6-0. And yes. I, I rattled off four in a That's row. That's true. That's very true. To get back in it. You know, never say die type thing. So you're saying the Detroit Pistons have a, have a chance. Yeah, yeah, just like they did in Dumb and Dumber. But anyways. <laughs> um, that statistic about Harbor Beach losing six in a row. That's, oh, too ugly, yes. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, again, in a rivalry game, those are things you keep track of. And Harbor Beach can do everything they can in their power to end that streak here tonight. And uh, I think they got the firepower to do it. 
Um, I, I I'm gonna go. I'm gonna I'm gonna give the points. I'm gonna take Harbor Beach, and I think it's gonna be 62-44. I think if they get the chance, they may just kind of. Let them know who the king of – maybe you guys were the king of the football field, but we're the king of the basketball court. But we'll see how it plays out. Again, rivalry games are unbelievable. I mean, a lot of things happen. Somebody gets in foul trouble. You know, some you never know. And then all of a sudden it's a game and somebody's got a chance at the end and you're like, whoa, I didn't see this coming. So excited to call it with you, Clark. Well, I'm excited to be back on air with you especially. <laughs> it's time for a short break. When we return, we'll have your starting lineups, the national anthem, introductions, and everything in between right here on Sports Radio 1021 in live worldwide at www.sports.com. listening to the WLW Sports Network. We just heard the national anthem for the pep band here in Harbor Beach. Now it's time to meet your starting lineups between the Ubley Bearcats and the Harbor Beach Pirates. It's a packed gymnasium. It's a Friday night. It's January. It feels good to be back. Steve Bone to my right. Clark Ramsey on the call. My 13th year calling high school basketball in the South of Michigan. Steve, his third. For the Ubley Bearcats. Making the start, a six foot two senior, number zero, Austin Gentner. He averages 5.1 per game. Colin Ozentoski, a 5'10 junior. He's number five. He averages 7.3 per game. He's getting the start, as well as the big man down low, the six foot three senior, number 20. Mitchell Foote, he averages 5.4 per game. Seth Maurer, the 5'11 senior, number 23, averages 3.1. And the leading scorer for the LB Bearcats, Braden Franzel, a six foot junior, averaging five, excuse me, 15.6 points per game. For the Harbor Beach Pirates, well, they had a leading scorer, and practically the leading scorer in the entire area, Benson Harbor, a six-foot sophomore, number 10, averaging 25.2 points per game. Jack Bisher, senior, 5'11", senior, number 12, he averages 10.8. Number 22, Dustin Emmerich, a 5'11", junior, averages 5.4. He's getting the start this evening, as well as Seth Nowiski, a six-foot-two senior, averages two points per game, but makes a presence out there as well. He's number 34, Seth Nowiski. And the big man down low, Jack Jax McGlinsky, six foot three junior, number forty-two, averaging two point four points per game. Our reach Pirates are coached by Ron Rubel in thirty-one years at the helm, has accumulated four hundred and eighteen wins. Brandon Sorensen, in his five years at the helm, has won fifty-seven games. Your officials tonight: Ken Marska, Sandy Rutledge, and David Wood. Our reach in their home white uniforms, new as of about four games ago. Jax Boglinski against Mitchell Foot, Ubley in their black uniforms with a claw down the side. Harbor Beach in white uniforms, BEACH in all caps across their chest. And the tip is won by Jax Boglinski and the Pirates going to the right side of your radio. Over to the left wing to Emmerich, top of the key to Boglinski. Pivots at the right elbow, nothing there. Back to the left wing to Emmerich. Emmerich passes it back to the top to number 12. That would be Jack Fisher. Top of the key, once again, Spoglinski down low to Nowiski. Back to the high post. Pump fake from Spoglinski goes down to the right side of the lane. Another pump fake, and it rolls its way into the post. And through the hoop for two points. Harbor Beach on the board first. 7.29 remaining in the first quarter. It's 2-0 Harbor Beach. Pirates showing some pressure here. Three-quarter pressure. Ubley and they, Ubley turns it over to start this game. Going the other way. In the corner, Emmerich for three. In and out, no good. Rebound brought in by Austin Gettner for the Bearcats. 
Here come four, a quick three in the right corner. This one is no good from Colin Ozentoski, but an offensive rebound is finally swatted away and brought in by Jack Smoglinski. Here come the Pirates, leading already 2-0. Six minutes, 55 seconds left in the first quarter. Emmerich slows things down. Right wing seven starts his dribble against Austin Gendner. Dribbling to his left. And taking their time, trying to get to Benson Harper. He's covered well, though, by Seth Maurer. Two Emmerichs at midcourt. Back to Benson Harper, dribbling to his left. Taking his time. Averaging 25 points per game. Still scoreless here for him. Harper Beach has two points total coming from Jack Smoglinski. Fisher to Emmerich, left wing. Being guarded by Franzel. Now top of the key to Benson Harper, dribbling to his left. Gets a screen from Emmerich. Harper in absolutely no hurry here to start this game. 6-15 in county. 2-0 have reached. Benson Harbor fadeaway jump shot in the right baseline. This one's no good. And Austin Gettner brings in the rebound for the Bearcats. Trailing 2-0 to Harbor Beach. We played two minutes. Franzel, top of the key. Over to the right wing. Tie post. Two foot back to Franzel. Franzel leading score over to the left wing. Pump fake there from Colin Ozentoski. To the high post to Mitchell Foot. Harbor showing his zone defense. Foot goes down the right side of the lane. He draws a foul. No, it's a travel. That is going to be two turnovers for the Bearcats so far this game. And it's back to Harbor Beach ball. Yeah, Harbor, uh, I believe, started off there uh, denying Bisher and uh, Benson Harbor the ball. So on the offensive end, it's given kind of a little bit of a different look, having a hard time getting the offense started. And then on the other end, Harbor Beach playing a 2-3 zone. Or to Dustin Emmerich, right wing. Dribbles down to the baseline, trying to find some open space. And this was knocked down by Braden Franzel, nearly stolen. Back into the hands of Harbor Beach, Dustin Emmerich inside to Nowiski. Off the glass, in for two points. It is 4-0 now. Harbor Beach leads. 5-22 remaining in the first quarter. 4-0 Pirates. Seth Maurer across midcourt to Mitchell Foote, and he is fouled from behind by Seth Nowiski. Trying to go in for the steal, and instead it is his first foul of the game. 5-12 remains in the first quarter. That's our first foul on either side of the ball. Again, Harbor Beach in a 2-3 zone. Going to try to make Ubley shoot it from the outside to beat him. Franzel gets it at the high post or the left wing pump fake there from Colin Ossentoski. Back to Franzel for the three, and this one is good. The Bearcats are on the board with a three from Braden Franzel with five minutes remaining in the first quarter. Yeah, Nearly the one, stolen away. The one guy you can't uh, lose in that zone. <laughs> yeah. He, he shot a free throw from there. Everybody looking at each other. I thought you had him. <laughs> Stare down defense. Yeah, there you go. Harbreach brings the ball up. Dustin Emmerich, acting point guard across midcourt. Left to right across your radio. Being guarded by Braden Franzel. Knocks it loose for a second. Picks up his dribble. High post above the key. To Jack Spilinski starts his dribble all the way down to the baseline. Jump shot, mid-range. This one's off the back of the iron, no good. And rebound brought in by Franzel for the Bearcats. Four to three. Harbor Beach leads by one point. Brain Franzel with all three points for the Bearcats. Over to the right wing. Two Ubleys, Count Ozentoski to Franzel. Over to the left wing, down to the post to Gettner. Nothing there, back to the left wing. Inside the left elbow. Mitchell Foot back out to Braden Franzel. Open for three. This is good. The Bearcats are now on top. It is six straight points for Franzel and the Bearcats with 4-12 remaining in the first quarter. Six to four. We've had our first lead change of the night. Dustin Emmerich in the right corner. Gives it to Benson Harper and nearly loses it. 
Dribbling around the perimeter. Harper still scoreless tonight. Dribbles down the right side of the lane. Into the corner. Dustin Emmerich for three. This one's short. And long rebound comes into the hands of Colin Ossett. Excuse me, Seth Maurer. Yeah, what Ubley's doing so far is <laughs> really giving Harper Beach trouble because they want to run the offense through Harper and Bisher, and they ain't uh, having a hard time getting the ball right now. Feeding it down to Austin Gettner. Wide open the left block. This one's no good. And long rebound brought in by number 23, Seth Maurer. The jump shot is good from Franzel. That's another two points for him. It's Franzel 8, Harbor Beach 4. 3.22 remaining in the first quarter. It's now a four-point lead for the Bearcats. Both teams have led by his four in this game so far. We played just five minutes. Top of the key, Seth Nowitzki into the corner. Dustin Emmerich for another three from the lefty. This one's in and out, in and back in. Dustin Emmerich with his first points. Makes it a one-point ball game, 8-7. to seven. Ubley still leading by one point. Three minutes left in the first quarter. Yeah, that's a big make for Harbor Beach. If he misses Stops that, he's, he's 0 for 3 from that spot. <laughs> yes. Start thinking about it then. Top of the key. And Benson Harper steals away from Braden Franzel. Going the other way. Goes for the layup. And Benson Harper has his first points of the night. It's now 9-8. to Harbor Beach rallies back with five straight points for themselves. Four scores for the Pirates, one score for the LB Bearcats. That's all Braden Franz with all eight. I reach with nine. Draws midcourt for Seth Maurer. Into the corner, Austin Gettner takes a three. This one's no good. Rebound brought in for the offensive side by Maurer. And this is a three this time, though, from Colin Ozentoski. It's 11-9. to Ubley leading by two points. 2-12 remaining in the first quarter. Can you tell us the rivalry game, Steve? Great. Top of the key, gets a screen, dribbling to his right, Benson Harper at midcourt. 11-9, Ubley leading by two points. Benson Harper dribbling inside the lane, kicks it over, down to the low post, and wide open is Jack Spaglinski on the opposite block, in for two points, and we are tied at 11. Two lead changes, one tie in this ballgame, we played six minutes. Franzel going coast to coast off the left block, and we have an offensive foul called on Franzel. Looks like he pushed off a little bit. Got rode pretty hard getting there. So yes, he <laughs> could, did. They could have called the three bumps on him before he got there, but kind of the way it goes. At this end, I think, I mean, Ubley's really doing what they want to do, making life difficult for Harbor Beach. Um, you see, when Benson Harper gets a the ball there, it's hard to keep him out of the lane. Eddie made a really nice pass for that easy basket. Couple substitutions for the Harbor Beach Pirates. Brings down to the court for the first time. Skyler Cruz, six foot three, and then Andrew Caban. Caban, five foot nine, junior. Dustin Emmer goes down the baseline, opposite block to Skyler Cruz, off the glass, not the touch. Still fighting for the rebound, and Mitchell Foot brings it in for the Bearcats. That's rebound number five, but they can't hang on to it. And we have a out of bounds call, no foul, and it is Harbor Beach ball. So that will result in a turnover, turnover number four for the Bearcats. 11 to 11. Probably with four turnovers, hard reach with none, but yet it's a time ball game. Hubbard's well, really shooting it well. They're three, <laughs> three for four from the arc, so. That will do it. Yeah, you stay in a lot of games doing Skyler that. Skyler Cruz takes the three. This one is short as expected. And a rebound brought in by Braden Franzel. Rebound number six for the Bearcats. Franzel, top of the key, being guarded by Caban. Dribbling to his left, picks it up, top of the key, over to the left wing. To Colin Ozentoski. Back to Franzel. Directing traffic. 54 seconds in county. Or dribbling to the right wing. Into the right wing. Passes it to number 23, Seth Maurer. 
Back to Austin Gettner, goes down the right side of the lane, off the glass, nice little touch there for the big man. Austin Gettner makes it count for two points. Probably leads by two points as well, 13 to 11. And it's stolen by Franzel against Harper, one-on-one at the left block, and he goes no good. And long rebound chased down by Dustin Emmerich going the other way. Harper Beach slowing things down. Dustin Emmerich for the three, top of the key. This one's short, and rebound brought in by Braden Franzel with 21 seconds left. <laughs> Rapid tempo there for just a moment, and Ubley leads by two points, 13 to 11. Cross midcourt, Franzel going for last shot here from Brandon Sorensen calling it in. Looks like Cannon Percy's not going to get in this quarter as he's been at the table for about two minutes. Austin Gettner for three from the left wing. It's good! Austin Gettner with five points, extends the lead out to five, and it's 16 to 11. Ubley leads at the end of the first quarter. Over the High Reach Pirates, 16 to 11 by five points in the WLW Sports Network. Meanwhile, back on the ranch, Shelby takes a three to start the quarter. They can't make that fall, but an offensive rebound brought in by Mitchell Foote keeps it alive for the Bearcats, and he traveled with it and left wide. Yeah, Albany's got to be really happy with that first quarter. They played really well. They shot 60%. I mean, great. They were four or six from the arc, so everything they shot, they made pretty much. And then uh, on the other end, they kept the ball out of Harper's hands, and I mean, Bishers are lead, second leading scorer, and he never even attempted a shot. So defensively, Elby's doing exactly what they want to do it as well. And Jack Bisher just turned it over for the Pirates, their second of the evening. Elby with four turnovers so far, but they're out rebounding Harbor Beach eight to two in that first quarter alone. It's now nine to two rebounding. Down to the in between the high and low posts goes down the block is Graham Franzel, and we have a travel. Wow, that's. <laughs> It's, it's, hard to tri- it's hard to dribble when you're being, uh, I, I won't say fouled, but maybe attacked. Attacked might be the right word there. Right. Regardless of results in another turnover, that is turnover number five for the Bearcats. Seven minutes remain in the first half. It's Ubley 16, Harbor Beach 11. Benson Harper, the left wing, being guarded by Colin Ostentoski. Dribbling around the perimeter, top of the key, goes down the left side of the lane. The floater is up, redirects in midair. It's no good, and rebound brought in offensively by Skylar Cruz. In the corner for Benson Harper. This one's in and out, no good. Skylar Cruz can't get the touch, back to go, and it should be out of bounds. Harbor Beach ball. Yes, it is. Good Harper. luck there from Skylar Cruz and Benson Harper. None could fall, though. Yeah, Harper had a great look from the arc. Uh, that one shot you see kind of forced. He drove in the lane and kind of did a left hand scoop, something. I don't know what that was, but uh, you can see a little bit of the frustration. I think so. Because Obley's taking away what they want to do, which is we kind of figured as, as they'd as have expected, a plan. Yes. Kaban dives inside the lane. This one's no good. He gets his own rebound, puts this one off. This one's no good as either. Didn't use the glass on either of those. And here come the Bearcats with a five point lead, 16 to 11. And Braden Franzel. Passed it before Kyle Nazantoski was ready, and it bounced off the back of his jersey out of bounds. That is six turnovers for the orange and black of the M19 Valley. Andrew Kerban, acting point guard for the Hot Reach Pirates, across midcourt, left right across the radio. Braden Franzel guarding from a distance. 6.15 remains in the second quarter. Harbor Beach 11, Bearcats on top with 16. 
Benson Harper gets the ball. Gets a screen from Caban dribbling around top of the key now. Going against 23, Seth Maurer goes down the right side of the lane and he makes it look easy. That's four points for Benson Harper. 16 to 13, the first points in this quarter for either team. See, when they get him the ball on the point, he can really attack from there. He's just had a hard time getting it up there. Kaden Peruski at the left wing against Dustin Emmerich. To the left wing to Colin Ozentoski. Down to the low post, Kaden Peruski goes up. He is fouled, and he'll go to the free throw line for two shots. I was just going to say, I like what Harvard Beach did. They start in the second quarter here. They get out of their zone and went man. Um, they just can't give Hart Ubley those uh, easy looks on the arc that they were giving up in the zone. So, Cannon Peruski on the season is 10 of 14 from the free throw line for 71%. He makes that first one. So it's now 17 to 13. 540 remains in the first half. Bearcats by four. Mitchell Foote gets a breather. Second free throw as good as the first. Two for two on that trip for Cannon Peruski. 18 to 13. Big pass downfield is brought in by Dustin Emmerich at the left elbow. Now it's a scrum. And there's bodies flying all over the floor. And we have a jump ball. Jump yep. ball, possession arrow, Harbor Beach. <laughs> that's a rivalry there. That's, that's a <laughs> – if, if, if I didn't know that this was hardwood, that would say that's a gridiron out there. <laughs> that was, was – ten, ten, ten jerseys on the floor. Eight of them were on the wood. Yes. <laughs> That's wow. where the game's supposed to be I played like right I there. Like I love it. I like it. 5.30 left in the second quarter. Ubley by 5, 18 to 13. Andrew Gabon, top of the key against Franzel. Trying to direct traffic here. Over to Benson Harper, right wing against Colin Ozentoski. Starts his dribble. And it's knocked away, brought in by Jack Fisher. Against Cannon Peruski. He dives inside the lane to the corner to Dustin Emmerich. Back inside to Caban at the right elbow. Back to Emmerich in the corner. Down the baseline he goes. Jump stop at the right block. And it's blocked away, but he gets his own rebound. Back to the top to Caban. He's wide open for three. This one's off the mark. Air milled out of bounds. And this will be ugly ball. Colin Hazentos is doing a phenomenal job. He's taking Bisher completely out of the game. Then they switched right there. Harper tried to beat him off the dribble, and he poked it away from him. <laughs> it's amazing how one guy sometimes can really change the game yeah. just because he can control the offensive players. Here comes Braden Franzel over to the right wing to Colin Ozentoski. High to low post to Mitchell Foote, and it's knocked out by a white jersey, ugly ball on the side. 4.44 left in the second. Ubley 18, Harbor Beach 13. Back and forth first quarter. Two lead changes, one tie. We've It's been all Ubley since. Ubley with a two-pointer. And both teams with a field goal, and this one's stolen away by Benson Harper. And it's stolen away once again, but knocked out of bounds by Colin Ostas. He couldn't track down the loose ball. Really good hustle right yes, there. It was. <laughs> Ran 70 feet to block, knock it out of bounds. <laughs> I was Maybe it's the headphones, but I was waiting for somebody to start screaming behind you, behind you. <laughs> let him run the whole length of the floor and come up, back tap him. Substitution for the Ubley Bearcats, number 23, Seth Maurer, checks back in. Replaces Colin Ozentoski, number five. Andrew Kerbon gets the inbound against Franzel. 4.25 left in the second, still 18 to 13 Ubley. Kerbon dribbles all the way down to left block, off the glass, off balance, in the tip from Skylar Cruz. 
got a fingertip on it, knocked it, had so much pressure on it, and spun off the backboard in for two points. 18 to 15. Harbor Beach trails by three points now. Remember that tip in right there. Yeah. <laughs> Four eleven left in the second. That happened. Over to the right wing, it's Obli with a three. This one's no good. From number 23, Seth Maurer. Harbor Beach in transition. Skylar Cruz at the high post. Back out to the left, Jack Bisher, left wing. He pops the three. This one's no good. And rebound brought in by Ubley's Daniel Drzeski. Here come the Bearcats. Rid for Ansel in command. 340 before the half. It's a three-point ball game. 18 to 15, Ubley on top. Austin Gettner gets a screen at the left wing. Nothing there. To the high left block. Excuse me, high left elbow. Down to the left block, spins off the glass, in for two for Dan Drzeski. His first points of the night, 20-15, to 15, ugly by five. It's a really nice patient move up and under. Really nice shot. Benson Harper with just four points tonight, averages 25. Inside the lane, sweeps past his defender, and in for two, he has six points. 20-17, to 17, 3.09 remains. Three-point ball game yet again. Braden Francis gets a screen from Drzeski. Goes the opposite way. Goes down the right side of the lane. Uh, the floater is no good. And more like a runner off balance is rebounded by Harbor Beach. Their first defensive rebound in this quarter. And it's nearly tipped away. And it'll be Harbor Beach ball right in front of us at midcourt. Count out. checks in for the Bearcats, as does Mitchell Foote. Replacing Braden Fransel for a moment. And Daniel Drzeski sits down as well. Good moment. Good few minutes there from Daniel Drzeski. Has two points and made his presence known on defense as well. Jack Bisher being defended by Cannon Prusky, middle linebacker, player of the year for the Thumb Sportser Association in football as well. Jack Bisher, right wing, back to the top to Caban. I reach trying to potentially tie it here with a made three. Then in the corner for three from Hackett. Sober's no good. Jack Bisher with the offensive rebound puts it up. This one's a, not a good look, and it's rebound brought in by Colin Ozentasi for Ubley. Caden Peruski, pump fakes to the left wing, dives inside the lane, gets players to fly into the air. Mitchell Foot with the offensive rebound. Can't get that to fall, and Jack Fisher rips it down for the Pirates. Benson Harper brings the ball up, trailing by three points. Ubley. Bearcats 20, Pirates 17. 210 remains in the second. And we have a whistle on the floor. And this will go against the Ubley Bearcats. Ball at number 23. Seth Maurer, his first. Team's first of the second quarter. New, <laughs> new, new rule this year. The fouls reset at the end of each quarter, and you shoot two free throws starting on foul number five. And again, look how aggressive you can be on Harper. Yeah, and no kidding. Fisher, I mean, you don't have to worry about going to that one-on-one -on -one yet. No such thing as one-on-one -on -one anymore. Jack Fisher dribbling at the right wing to Hackett Soper, right elbow. Back to Fisher. Minute 55 left, still ugly 20. Harper reach 17. I reach staying patient now suddenly on offense. To Bisher going down the baseline. Cannon Bruski cuts off the, the line though. Agat Soper at the free throw line. Dribbles down the lane. The lefty with the somewhat of a hook shot, somewhat of a ugly shot, but it's a two-point shot. It's a one-point ball game, 20 to 19. Harbor Reach with a 4-0 run here. I like it. Especially, <laughs> Especially if it goes in. That's an NBA shot. It's yeah. tough. And it's tipped away by Scholar Cruz. Here comes Benson Harper the other way. Goes up, and he is fouled and hit with the free throw line for two shots. The foul will go against Seth Maurer, his second team second. And Benson Harper will go to the charity strike for two shots. Trying to take this lead. It's ugly 20, Harper reached 19 with a minute 18 left in the second quarter. It's a good foul right there. Yeah. 
It's going to be two points otherwise. On yeah. the season. Make him earn it at the free throw line. Benson Harper is seven, there are 31 of 41 for 75% from the free throw line this season. Seems like he either goes to the free throw line seven or eight times in a game or none so far this season. The first free throw is good, and we are tied at 20. Well, with his ability, he should be going to the free throw line, you know, eight times a yeah, game. honestly. I mean, just got to attack, keep attacking. That's kind of what's changed this game a little bit. He's been able to get the ball a little more, and he's being more aggressive when he gets it. They're doing a nice job of keeping it out of his hands, but once he gets it, they're having a hard time keeping him out of the lane. And Harper reaches retaking the lead with a two-for-two two trip from Benson Harper, who now has eight points of Harper Reach's 21. 21 to 20, Harper Reach leading Ubley. Minute 10 remains in the first half. Austin Gettner pump fakes at the left elbow, gets down in the lane, he goes up for the shot, and he is fouled. He'll go to the free throw line for two shots. And this will be the second team foul for the Pirates in the second quarter. Foul goes against number 42, Jack Spaglinski, that is his first. Again, that was really good take from Austin. Keep attack and keep attack and keep attack. And Sometimes I think players get too, uh, too wrapped up and passing it on the arc and kind of looking for that three. Man, if you just attack, put, put the defense on their heels, make them have to defend you, stop layups. I mean, that's where the game is. You got to win it inside there for the most part. Austin Gettner misses his first free throw, so it remains a one-point lead for the Pirates. A second free throw upcoming though. And it's good. We're tied at 21. Third tie of this game. We've had three lead changes as well. 21 to 21. 58 seconds and counting remains in the second quarter. Our reach on offense. Dustin Emmerich over to Jack Fisher. Down to Skylar Cruz, and it's stolen away by Mitchell Foote in the corner. Here come the Bearcats. Just the third turnover for the Pirates tonight. Gives the shot for the Bearcats here. Potentially going for last shot. Top of the key, Colin Ostentoski dribbling to his right to Braden Franzel against Benson Harper. Has the left elbow, still dribbling. Pulls up now from the free throw line, kicks it back out. Colin Ostentoski for three. No good. Jack Fisher grips down the rebound, and they're going to say Harper Reach ball. Wow. Surprised Ubley didn't go for last shot there, frankly. That's at 40 seconds. It's a little hard sometimes. Yeah. It's a tie game. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I'm a little surprised that uh, they ruled that Harbor Beach ball. Looked like what? the Harbor Beach guy knocked it out of the ugly guy's hands, but. What do you know? Yeah. What I'm do you know? Just sitting here. I don't know. 20 seconds left in the second quarter. 21 to 21. Andrew Caban dribbling. Nearly could have traveled there. Now pivoting. Back to Dustin Emmerich midcourt. 10 seconds left. Harbor Beach not showing much patience here. A little tense. Five seconds left. Benson Harper. Against Ubley, he tops the three. This one's no good. And very fittingly, we are tied at halftime. Harbor Beach 21, Ubley 21, after 16 minutes of play. Right here on the WLW Sports Network, 21-21 to at halftime.
Dr. Natalia Salwich is our podiatrist at Sure Health and is with us right now to discuss the new Sure Wound Care Clinic in Pigeon. When you have a wound, the first thing that you should do is contact your primary care provider. Get in to see them. If Once you get here, then we see you. We figure out why is this wound here and what can we do to address that. And then we have the wound care side of things. Now, healing a wound is not easy. Yeah, probably the hardest part about wound care is that it takes a really long time. Most people with a wound, they're compromised in some way. Slower healing times. So early intervention is key. If you notice a wound, even if you think it's going to be okay, make sure that you get on the schedule with somebody. There's lots of things that we can talk about, even if your wound heals, uh, what to do when you first see one. There's lots of education that needs to be had with wound care. So early intervention is key. To make your appointment with Sure Wound Care, talk to your primary care provider. For more information, go to sure.org slash wound care. Sure. Better health, better life. Are you sure? It's the WLW Sports Network back on the air for basketball now. And we have ourselves a dandy so far for the first two quarters. It's Harbor Beach 21, Ubley 21. Hard-fought rivalry always, and very fittingly for this basketball game as well. 21 to 21 after two quarters. It was 16 to 11, Ubley by five points at the end of the first quarter. We had two lead changes in the first quarter in one tie, and then we had two lead changes in one, excuse me, two ties and one lead change in the second quarter. Austin Gettner hit a free throw just before, with a minute four remaining in the first half to make it 21 to 21. Neither team could do anything with the last 60 seconds. In the second quarter, Harbor Beach outshot Ubley 10 to five to make it a tie ball game after 16 minutes of play. Benson Harper has eight points. Braden Franzel has eight points, leading both teams respectively. Austin Gettner at six for the Bearcats, and Colin Ozentoski at three. Daniel Drzeski and Cannon Bruski each with two points. Bruski two for two from the free throw line. Drzeski with a key basket. Austin Gettner went one for two from the free throw line. For the Harbor Pirates, led by Benson Harper with eight. Following that, Jack Smiglinski with four points, all coming early in the first quarter. Nothing since. Three points for Dustin Emmerich in early three. Nothing since. And then two points each for Seth Nowiski. Hackett Soper in that tip from Skylar Cruz for two points. Makes it a tie ball game at halftime, 21 to 21. Harbor Beach two for two from the free throw line from Benson Harper. Ubley three for four for 75%. Rebounding in favor of the Ubley Bearcats, 13 to eight over Harbor Beach. Mind you, it was eight to two rebounding after the first quarter. Harbor Beach out-rebounded Ubley in the second quarter, six to five. To make it Ubley 13 rebounds, Harbor Beach eight rebounds. Turnovers, Ubley with seven. Harbor Beach with three. And Steve Bone, what do you have for shooting? Yeah, Ubley shot the ball really well in the first quarter. They were six of ten and uh, four of six from behind the arc. So with the, that rebounding edge was just because they didn't miss any shots to rebound really. But they cooled off in the second quarter. But anyways, for the for the half, uh, they were three of eight inside the arc for 38 percent, where they made hay was four nine on the arc, 44 percent. So in in the half, they ended up seven for 17, 41 percent to. Pretty good shooting, 40% above. You'd be happy with that. 
On the other side, Hubbard Beach not quite as happy. Um, they were 9 of 28 for 32%. They definitely got to shoot better than that. But the thing that really hurt them, one for 10 from the arc. I mean, they had some good looks, just didn't knock them down. But inside, they were 8 of 18 so for 44%. So they've scored a lot of baskets inside and really struggled on the arc. Um, Ron's probably on them a little bit. It's like, hey, why are we settling? You know, I mean, they're, they're really taking away Harper and, and, and Bisher. But if, we're, if they're patient, they can get it to them eventually because the defense starts to wear down. And then Harper gets in the lane, and they're really having a tough time. And then they got to pick up a couple offensive rebounds because people have to help over on him. So, anyways, I expect to see Hubbard Beach go inside a little more. And, again, Hubbard's going to stick with their game plan. They, they, they executed it really well. They shot the ball really well in the first quarter, knocked down a bunch of threes that they got good looks at. So they're going to have to continue that shooting and then defensively just stay with what they've been doing. I, I, it'll be interesting to see what kind of uh, halftime adjustments they, these coaches make going into this uh, third quarter. 21-21. So what would you do? If you were the head coach for both teams, what would you do for Ubley? What would you do for Harbor Beach? Well, Harbor Beach got to do a better job of screening. Their screens aren't very good, so they're having a hard time shaking uh, Harper loose. But then again, um, you know, same thing with Bisher. But Bisher doesn't look like he's he's not running his man off and then really coming through that screen hard. Bisher's kind of almost accepted that. Well, maybe I'm not going to touch the ball. I, so I'm assuming they got after him a little bit about you know being a little more forceful get through the screens, get to the ball. Uh, but it, it's hard when they when they look you in the eye all game and that's all the thing they're looking at. It, it, it gets to be difficult and you get frustrated and it, it disrupts your offense and it's exactly why Ubley's doing it. So it'll be interesting to see how the second half plays out. Ubley starts out on offense, gets the inbound to begin the third quarter. Over to the left wing to Austin Gettner, now going left to right across the radio. The Ubley Bearcats in their road black uniforms. Ubley U on top of their chest in a tag. Black number with an orange outline. Over to the right wing to number 23. That would be Seth Maurer. Back to the top to Colin Ozentoski. To Austin Gettner, left wing inside the left block to Mitchell Foot. Little out position there. Gives it back to Gettner. Gettner at the left elbow. Dives inside the lane. It's stripped away and brought into the hands of Dustin Emery. In transition, Benson Harper over to the right wing to Jack Bisher. This one's too much. Seth Nowiski gets the rebound. Can't get that one. It's stripped away, but Austin Emmerich brings in the offensive rebound. And he throws it away right at the top of the key. That will be turnover number four for the Pirates tonight. Not what Ron Rubel is looking like or looking for to start this third quarter for the Pirates. Austin Gettner into the corner. To Seth Maurer. He pops up for the 16-footer. This one's no good. Hard-fought rebound, and it comes into the hands of the Bearcats. Keeps possession alive. And we have a, a, a moving screen on the Ubley Bearcats, and he signaled an on-the-arm foul. So that will be foul number one for the Bearcats in this third quarter. Foul on number 20, Mitchell Foote. Hard to get a holding foul when you're on offense. Yeah. The same to, well, but it is <laughs> pretty good Did football. he declare as an eligible team, receiver? So. <laughs> Benson Harper on the fadeaway jump shot on the baseline makes it count. We are tied, or excuse me, we're leading for the Harbor Beach Pirates 23-21. to 21. Again, that's a really good shot. That's a tough shot. <laughs> Many kids can't make that one. Inside to Mitchell Foot against Nowiski. Dribbles his man down. He's double teamed. He strips it away into the hands of Jack Fisher. 
Nine turnovers for the Bearcats now. Benson Harper being guarded by Seth Maurer across midcourt, and that's a change Braden France was on him in the first half. Growing to his right, 6-10 remains in the third quarter. Harper reached 23, Ubley 21. Back to Harper, top of the key. Nearly traveled with it over to Dustin Emmerich. Goes down the baseline, nothing there, top of the key. High post, inside, goes to Jack Smiglinski. He has six points now. 25 to 21. 548 remaining in the third quarter. Again, Harvard Beach was really patient on that possession, got what they wanted. Ubley takes a three from France. This one's no good. Out of bounds, and it will be Ubley ball. Harvard Beach 25, Ubley 21. The other change Harvard Beach made is when they left that zone. Now they're not giving up that easy look on the arc, and that's where they really got hurt in that first quarter. Very true. Mitchellfield gets the inbound, and they puts it off the front of the iron. No good. And Seth Nowiski with a good game so far, brings down the rebound for the Pirates. Benson Harper against Seth Maurer gets a screen from either side, dribbles to his left, and now retreats back to midcourt. Dribbles to his right at the right elbow. Double team comes in there. Back to Jack Fisher, right wing. One dribble, skip pass to the left wing to Dustin Emmerich. Gets a screen from Nowiski, dribbles to his right. Still at the top of the key, though. Emmerich dribbly to find his way to the right wing. Back to Benson Harper, top of the key. Gets a screen from Nowiski, dribbles to his left. Nothing there. Good coverage there from the ugly defense. Benson Harper at the free throw line. Back to Smiglinski. To Emmerich. Goes down to the baseline. At the right elbow, opposite block to Nowiski. And it can't fall in for no good. Jack Smiglinski gets the rebound, and this one's in for two points. Eight points for Jack Spavinsky. However, we start out on a 6-0 run to start this third quarter. 4.40 remains. Again, have not shot the ball outside the arc. <laughs> Coach Rubel says that's yeah. enough of that. Say, what do you think the message was at halftime? <laughs> Dustin Emmerich tries to go for the loose ball and said he's going to be drawing a foul on himself. That's his first and team's third. Excuse me, turns team's first of this third quarter. <laughs> and they're being, again, Harbor Beach being more patient on the offensive end. Setting better screens, getting the ball where they want it to go, and then they're getting eight pretty easy shots inside. Just, again, that when you play that type of man-to-man where you're denying guys, it's hard to have much help, and you're really exposed inside. Braden Fransel against Benson Harbor, Tom McKee, Ubley showing some patience here. Order the right wing to Seth Maurer. Top of the key, the three is no good from Colin Ozentoski and tracked down by Dustin Emmerich. Here come the Pirates. Emmerich going coast to coast at the right elbow, pulls up. Back out to Jack Bisher for three. This one's no good. Good box out there from Mitchell Foote to let that bounce, ball bounce before even anyone got close to it, and it'll be ugly ball. That's the definition of a good box out there from Mitchell Foote. Yeah, very good. Again, I don't think Coach Rubel very happy with that three-point shot that Bisher put up there. I reach showing full-court press, but ugly breaks it. Two on one, back to Mitchell Foote in transition. And the first points for the Ubley Bearcats in this third quarter come with 3.53 remaining. 27-23, Mitchell Foote's first points of the night. Out reach by four. Jack Bisher at the left elbow, inside the lane. Off balance, kicks it in the corner to Dustin Emmerich for three. That's no good. And rebound, tracked down by Austin Gettner. Gettner gives it back to Colin Ozentasi, slowing things down, finally cross the timeline. 27-23, Pirates over the Bearcats. He was 21-21 at halftime just four and a half minutes ago. Inside the lane, Seth Maurer, nothing there at the free throw line. Pulls up for the jump shot. This one's short, and rebound brought in by Seth Maurer. No one went after that one. 
Down the lane, inside to Austin, getting her outside for the three. This one's no good. And Seth Nowitzki can't bring in the rebound. Brought in by Braden Franzel. No, excuse me, Seth Maurer again. And this one's off the glass, in for two points. Seth Maurer's first points makes it a two-point ball game. 27-25, 2.51 remaining. Hopper reached his lead down to two points. I'll be fighting here in the latter portions of the third quarter. Benson Harper's shot blocked, but he gets his own rebound. Inside to Nowiski. Nothing there, pivoting. He's got to do something with it. Now he turns it over, and there's going to be a three-second violation on the Pirates. <laughs> Frankly, that probably stopped the transition. It did. I mean, this is going to be a tie game. They tipped it out, and they called three seconds behind the play. I mean, the official can't see what's happening there, but, yeah, that's one of them. Yeah, you, you yeah. like the three-second call for your defense, but we'd already gotten the turnover. Well, and Steve, I think that's our that's our quota of three-second violations for the season. It should be. It's, it's game number one. Harbor Reach 27, Ubley 25, two and a half to play in the third quarter. Mark Ramsey, Steve Bowen with your call from our Inca Valley Services courtside seats right at midcourt here in Harbor Reach. It's Ubley with 25, Harbor Reach with 27, a close-fought game so far. Cannon Persky to Brain Francel against Harper, top of the key. Back over to the right wing. Austin Gettner takes the three. No. Long rebound brought in by three black jerseys, and that could have been a travel. Over to the right wing, stolen by Benson Harper instead. Harper at the left wing. Good hustle for Hubley's defense to get back in time. Jack Bisher's pocket stolen by Cannon Peruski. Six turnover for the Pirates. Transition bucket, no good. And good no call there. Dustin Emmerich now in the hurry up. Emmerich going down the baseline. No off balance. This one's no good. And Cannon Peruski is going to win that loose ball every time. It's going to result in a foul on the Pirates. Foul goes against number 40. Coach Sorens is going to call a timeout here, I think. Number four, Skylar Cruz with the foul. Yeah, they're going to bring it down here, call timeout. It's going to be a good spot That's for a good, timeout. Yeah, I was been, again, Harbor Beach, or, I mean, Ubley's, you know, when they, you face guard, boy, that takes a lot out of Ozatoski and these guys. So they're going to. There's a timeout. So with a minute 33 remains in the third quarter, it's a timeout call by the Ubley Bearcats. They trail by just two points. Harbor Beach 27, Ubley 25. Are you ready for it? Twenty-seven, twenty-five. Hover Beach leads the Ubley Bearcats. Ubley calls their first timeout in this ball game with a minute thirty-three left in the third quarter. Steve Bone, your thoughts here? Again, it's being played really well. Both teams are doing what they want to do. Again, Harbor Beach, when they're patient, they can get what they want. Ubley's being patient on their end because they understand you keep this score low, you got a lot better chance than if you try to get in a shootout with them. Franzel skip past the back to the top to Colin Ozentoski, nails the three, and just like that, the Ubley Bearcats are back on top. 28 to 27 with a minute 21 remaining in the third quarter. It's a 7-0 run. After Harbor reaches 6-0 run to start the quarter. Coach Sorensen drew that up. That's really nice play. Dribble down, kick it back out. Had a screen set. Really good. That's and we have a foul as they tried to feed it into Andrew Caban at the right wing. This foul goes to the Ugly Bearcats against number 21. Cannon Perusky, his first team second. 
Minute four left in the third. Obli 28, Harbor Beach 27. Andrew Kavan inbounds it to Skyler Cruz, and it's ripped away by Cannon Peruski. And we have a jump ball possession arrow. Harbor Beach. <laughs> I guess yeah, he, he did have it, and he took it away from him. So I guess that, that is the, for, for a millisecond, they both, <laughs> I guess it was tied up. for. Definitely looked like it was taken away, though. So Harbor Beach goes to the safety valve in the backcourt to Andrew Caban to bring in the inbound. Across midcourt against Keenan Bruski, now into the hands of Benson Harper. Harper against Colin Ozentoski. 50 seconds, 5-0 left in the third quarter. They feed it into Harper and it's stolen away into the hands of Austin Gentler. Harbor Beach with four turnovers in this quarter, seven on the night. Obli with 10. Obli 28, Harbor Beach 27. Top of the key, Braden Franzel against Harper. Dribbling to his right, gives it back. To Colin Ostentoski. Now Cannon Persky going to the weave around the perimeter. Dies down to the right wing. Franzel left open at the right wing for three. No, yes, it's good. Big three from Braden Franzel. His first point since the first quarter. It's now 31-27. Ugly by four. Ties their largest lead of the night. Excuse me, second largest lead of the night. They led 16-11 early in the last second of the first quarter. Benson Harper is fouled on the floor with seven seconds left. That's just the third team foul for the Bearcats in this quarter. And the foul goes against number five, Colin Ozentoski, his first. That's so, not actually not a bad foul. No. You're not you're not in the bonus or you're, yeah, you're not in the you're bonus. Not even close. You're not in the bonus area. It's your first foul of the night. Probably yeah. leads by four points. 31-27. It's a 10-0 run from the Bearcats. Kevon will inbound. And into Benson Harper in the glass, in for two points. For Harper, he has 12, 31 to 29. One second left, they let it fly, and there is the end of the third quarter with a two-point lead for the Ubley Bearcats. It's Ubley 31, Harbor Beach 29 on the WLW Sports Network. On to the final quarter, it's a two-point game, 31-29, Ubley leads. We've had five lead changes and three ties in this ballgame. To the right wing, to Colin Ozentowski for the Ubley Bearcats, starting out on offense, it's nearly stripped away, but there's Mitchell Foot scooping up, and he can't get the fall. And rebound, last touch by a white jersey, Skylar Cruz, Ubley ball, looks like Mitchell Foot may have rolled his ankle. He'll be all right. He'll be all right, he's a hockey player. Actually, one heck of a lineman. <laughs> Not very happy about being taken out either. <laughs> no. So, number three checks in. That's Daniel Drzeski. Had a critical two-pointer in the second quarter. Has not seen the court since. 31-29, Ubley by two points. Over to the right wing, wide open. Dribbles in for the 16-footer. This one's off the mark. And long rebound. And it's Harbor Beach ball. Those traveling from Ubley, not too pleased with that call. Harbor Beach shot offense. <laughs> what can I say? Give me a line change there. <laughs> Run in. Yeah. Hopefully just staying with their full court pressure. I reach inbounds to Andrew Caban. Hopefully retreats against Braden Franzel at midcourt. 
I reach right to left across your radio. Trailing Ubley by two points. 31-29, 7-15 remains in regulation. Benson Harper at the right wing. Into the corner to Jax McGlincy. Nothing there. Cannon Persky tight defense. Dustin Emmerich, right wing, left wing now. Andrew Kaban against Franzel. Starts his dribble. Resets the offense. Gets a double screen at the high post. Nothing there. He's still at the right wing. Andrew Kaban dribbles to the left wing now. Still nothing there. Picks up his dribble. Gives it back. Benson Harper. 6.50 remains in the fourth. Ubley by two points. Rivalry game through and through between Harbor Beach and Ubley. Benson Harper. To Skylar Cruz, dives inside the lane. This one's no good. Rebound brought in by Mitchell Foote. And we have a foul. Maybe we got a technical foul. Technical foul. Foul on, technical foul on Skylar Cruz. So I think a magic word may have been said. Well, he went to the basket. There was some contact. They didn't call it. And of course, he wheeled around and I think he pointed his finger in his face and said, you missed it or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Officials don't like to be showed up, especially by sophomores. And Braden Franzel makes the free throw. Second free throw from Franzel is good as the first. So, in my opinion right now, it would be a good timeout for Ron. Yeah. Get the guys settled back down. Just kind of say, hey, just here's where we're at. You Especially know, with the young got, team. We got a lot of game to go. And, uh, but he's not going to, so. <laughs> it's a four-point lead for the Ubley Bearcats. 33-29. to 29. They get the ball in possession after the technical foul. Inside of the left, or the free throw line would be Seth Maurer. Over the left wing to Braden Franzel. He's starting to take over. He hit a three. He has 16, 36 to 29. That's a monster make right Puppy's there. Puppy's largest lead of the night at seven. In the corner, and it's tipped away. And a foul will be called on Ubley as they try to feed it into Jackson McGlinsky. See, again, you call a timeout, just settle everybody down. They're upset. They thought they should have got a call there. Then you get a technical. Just it's a good timeout there. Now that, you know, Hubley's feeling good, they pop out, boom, they knock down a three. Now it's really rolling their way. It's a five-point swing in a seven-point ball game. Yeah. Dustin Emmerich will inbound for the Pirates. Left side of a radio, trailing by seven points suddenly. Benson Harbor gets the inbound. Starts his dribble. The 14-footer is smooth as silk. He has 14. First points and seven seconds left in almost over two minutes. 36-31, Ubley by five points. Low-scoring affair here so far. Braden Franzel to Colin Ozentoski against Andrew Kabob. Dribbles to his right, passes to his right to Cannon Bruski. Dustin Emmerich lost his footy. Braden Franzel against Harper at the left wing, and we have a block on Benson Harper. That'll be his second, and Harper reaches second team foul. See, again, without the, with the new foul system, you can really be aggressive right here. Jump some passing lanes. Their, their ball pressure is pretty good, but they, they're letting them catch it like right there. You just come and cut it. It's really make it hard for them. 5.35 left in the fourth quarter. Probably by five points, 36-31. Kyle Nazantoski with a five-second count on him. Passes back to Braden Franzel against Harper. Dribbles to his right to Ken Peruski. At the right wing, back to the top. 
to Seth Maurer. This one is partially blocked and rebound brought in by Benson Harper. Good defensive stop there from the Pirates. Harper in transition at the right block, goes up for two, and he's fouled. He'll go to the free throw line for two shots. This will be just the second team foul for the Bearcats in this fourth quarter. Foul goes against number five. Kyle Dostasi, that's his third. We have a timeout called by Brandon Sorensen with 5-11 left in the fourth quarter with a five-point lead for the Ubley Bearcats, 36-31 on the WLW Sports Network. The Ubley Bearcats leading after a full timeout called by Brandon Sorensen in the Bearcats. Ubley trying to make it seven wins in a row over the Harbor Beach Pirates. Yeah, I think that's a really good timeout for Coach Sorensen. These guys are playing hard, and he's got basically the same crew out there, and they're probably going to finish this game up. So, At the line, Benson Harbor shooting two, trying to cut this deficit down from five to potentially three. First free throw is good. 5-11 left in the fourth. 36-32. I would expect Harbor Beach to probably jump in a press here on this make. Second free throw is no good. And he misses. So it's a four-point game. 36-32, Ubley leading. 5-0-5 remains in the fourth. Kyle Nozentowski against Andrew Kabat. Picks up his dribble over to the right wing to Brenson, or Braden Franzel against Benson Harper. Top of the key. Seth Maurer to left elbow to Mitchell Foot. Mitchell Foot against Skylar Cruz inside the lane. The jump shot fadeaway is no good. And a rebound brought in by Skylar Cruz, the man who brought in that technical just a few moments ago. Our reach trailing by two possessions. We have a timeout called by Ron Rubel. 4.41 left in the fourth quarter. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network. Ubley 36, our reach 32. Four twenty-seven left in the fourth quarter. Harvey's coming out of a thirty-second timeout. A top of three went halfway down and back out. Long sort of rebound, and it was a held ball possession arrow in favor of Harbor Beach. That's <laughs> it's been all night somehow. So Harbor Beach leads or Harbor Beach trails, but they have the ball, trailing by four points, thirty-six, thirty-two. Jack Fisher gets the inbound in the right corner. Gives it to Benson Harper against Braden. Suzanne's Callan Ozentowski. Actually, that's Seth Mauer. Benson Harper at the right wing. Nothing there. 4-15 in county. Trailing by four points to the Ubley Bearcats. Skylar Cruz at the right elbow goes down the right side of the lane. Off the glass. In for two points for the sophomore. He has four. Two-point ball game. Harper Beach on a 5-0 run. 36-34. Ubley by two points. Cannon Peruski against Dustin Emmerich over the left wing. In the left corner, Jekyll Nasentowski takes one dribble, takes the fade away. This one's no good. And out of bounds. And Mitchell Foote knocked out of bounds, and it's Ubley ball. I think if I was Ubley, I'd be as patient as possible and try to get something for Franz. Oh, without a doubt. It's a monster possession right here. 
Into the corner, dribbling down the baseline. Cannon Bruski now has against Dustin Emmer. Back out to Braden Franzel against Benson Harper at the right wing, extended. Three and a half to play in the fourth is a two-point lead for the Bearcats. Talent, Seth Maurer takes the jump shot, banks her home. Seth Maurer with a huge shot, pushes it out to four. 38-34, 3.23 left in regulation. I'll be by four. Andrew Gabon back over to Dustin Emmerich, takes the three left wing. Yes! His first point since the first quarter. It's a one-point game, 38-37. Big shot there from Dustin Emmerich, the junior. Inside of the free throw line. This one's blocked by Benson Harper. Here comes Dustin Emmerich. In transition, Emmerich goes up. He is fouled. And blocked. Is it on the floor or is it two shots? Have not heard yet from the officials. It's got to be two shots. You think so. <laughs> Foul on 24, Braden Franzel, and it's two shots for Dustin Emmerich. Braden Franzel second, team's third. Brandon Sorensen asking for an explanation. And he's not going to get an explanation. They give the ball to Dustin Emmerich. Now the officials take the ball away. I don't know how you don't call this a shooting foul. I mean, well, it can be a block and it can be in the air still. Yeah, exactly. And now they just, they still don't give an explanation. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway. I, I understand from, I understand from Sorensen's standpoint. Here. Right. I get it. I get it. Free throw's good. We're tied. Well, the big three he hit, uh, that Emmerich hit. They beat were one for 13 when he hit that. So, that was, <laughs> that's been the difference in the game. They, they've <laughs> had some so. good looks. They just can't knock anything down from the arc. And it's still tied. Second free throw is no good. Loose ball brought in by Mitchell Foote. 38 to 38. Fourth tie game, ball game in this quarter. And we have whistles and we have a timeout called by Brandon Sorensen and the Bearcats. 38 to 38, 244. Left in the fourth quarter on the WLW Sports Network. Thirty-eight to thirty-eight. Elby calls a thirty-second timeout. They inbound it right to midcourt to Braden Franzel. He's in trouble now to Austin Gentner, and it's stolen away by Jack Fisher. Here comes the Pirates, tied thirty-eight to thirty-eight. Benson Harper can't hang on to it, and there's Andrew Gabon to bail him out at the right wing, still dribbling like a madman inside the paint. Nothing there, spinning, and back out to Benson Harper. Dives outside the lane. He is fouled. Count the basket in one. A huge play from Benson Harper is fouled on the way up. It hangs on the rim, gets the home court bounce, falls in for two points, and the Pirates have taken the first lead yeah, in a long, long time. Yeah. Caban did a nice job. It looked like he was going to go to the basket. Just basically jump stop, got the ball to Harper on diving to the basket. The hoop and the harm. Free throw is good. Now a three-point lead, 41 to 38. Harbor Beach hasn't led since 440 left in the third quarter when it was 27 to 21. The sixth lead change in this ballgame. 
It is stolen away by Benson Harper into the hands of Dustin Emmerich. Emmerich in transition. The layup is good. It's two for Royce. 43-38. It's a 9-0 run. Momentum on Harbor Beach's side. They lead by five. Over to the right wing. Seth Maurer against Jack Bisher. Tom McKee, Braden Franzel. Took the ball game over just a few moments ago, but Harbor Beach has taken momentum since. 100 seconds remain. 43-38, Harbor Beach by five. Up the on offense. Austin Gettner going to work in the low post. He is fouled, and he'll go to the free throw line for two shots. Austin Gettner, headband, lime green shoes. Goes to the free throw line. Foul goes against Dustin Emmerich, his second team's third for Harbor Beach in this quarter. One of the changes that uh, Harbor Beach has done is they put Harper on Franzel, and that's really just shut him down. Just a little more athleticism. Kind of getting him out of where his comfort zone is. And that free throw is short. No good. And again, Albany's having a hard time finding somebody else to score points. Austin Gettner trying to stop this 9-0 run from the Harbor Beach Pirates. Attempting the second free throw. It's good. It's now a four-point lead for the Harbor Beach Pirates. The inbound to Andrew Kaman. Full court press here from Braden Franzel and the Bearcats. Everyone else retreats. Token pressure now from Franzel. Minute 20 remains in the fourth. 43-39, Harbor Beach by four. Down to the left block to Skylar Cruz. Goes up off the glass. Can't get the fall. Long rebound. Jack Bisher takes the jump shot. This one's no good. Benson Harper gets that offensive board. In for two points. Benson Harper with a big quarter. He has eight for 10, 20 points tonight. 45-39 is stolen by Benson Harper, but we have a whistle. We have a whistle. They couldn't even hear it so loud in here right now. In my opinion, I think the, the, the steal happened here. Then I heard the whistle for the, for the timeout. He was calling timeout as he, he was coming down the side. So by the time he got the whistle up and blew it. Okay, there it is. The I, ball, I, the I ball had got head knocked down. loose. So. But yeah, you got a six-point game, 59 seconds left. And it is Ubley's ball, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's a full timeout. So, so that, that was the correct call. Right. So anyways, Sorensen's probably going to set up that same play they ran in the first half. They're going to dribble to the right, go to the corner, try to back screen and get Franzel on top for a three, see if we can cut this thing in half, and then see if you get a turnover. And then you're in, you know, their next foul, they'll definitely be shooting. That's everything with these fouls. The, yeah. com the comeback is really hard being that it's two shots on every foul when you yeah. get to the bonus. So that when it was one on one, it was hard. When you go to the line, you're like, hey, I got two. Yeah, no problem, right. no yeah, problem. Ain't no problem. But you got to make that one to get the next one. That's hard. So, Ubley will inbound at midcourt with possession in their favor. 45-39, they feed into Austin Gettner at the right wing. Nothing there. Kicks it back out. Wide open for the three. It's up. It's no good. From number five, Count Ozentoski and Andrew Kaban brings in the rebound, and there's an immediate foul on the Ubley Bearcats. So he walks the length of the court, that is foul number five in this quarter. Foul goes against number 23, Seth Maurer, his third. So, no more bonus and double bonus. Right. It is just double bonus. bonus. It's yeah. just bonus. There's no such thing as one and one. At fouls, reset at the quarter, and on number five, you shoot two. 
Right. Andrew Kaban at the free throw line, shooting two, and it's in and out, no good. Actually, Ubley ran a really nice play. They got a beautiful look for Ozatowski. He just couldn't knock it down. Andrew Kerman on the season, a 60% free throw shooter. Only That was only attempt number six on the year. Second free throw, no good. Rebound, though, Benson Harper for the Pirates. That's a huge rebound for HB. And there's a foul, and this will now put Benson Harper to the free throw line for two shots. Foul goes against number zero. Austin Gettner, his first. I always love when a big man doesn't have fouls until the last minute. I love that. I love that. That's so, team sixth. So is, you know, I mean, around basketball, the team that has the best player normally wins. Yeah. And this is why, because gets, gets the monster rebound, got the offensive rebound to put it, you know, for a put back. Making his free throws, that's just, that's what the best players do. First free throw is good from Harper. Second free throw is the same. 47 to 39. Eight point lead. And it's sto nearly stolen away by Benson Harper, and they say last touch by Benson Harper. 38 seconds left in the fourth. Mind you, Las Vegas put the line at tonight at eight and a half. Eight and a half. It's at eight right now. Yeah. It's amazing how they do that. Vegas is good. You're welcome. Into the left corner, Ubley takes the three from Franzel. This one's no good. Rebound can't be brought in by number five, Colin Ozentoski, and it's Harbor Beach ball. 31.9 seconds left. Harbor Beach will face 90 feet of defense from the Ubley Bearcats in front of him. 47-39, Harbor Beach by eight, and it's Benson Harbor boxing out for the pass, and there's the rip from everyone behind. And again, they can't hear the whistle from behind the play. There was a jersey grab at midcourt here. Yeah, that's normally intentional. I don't know if they're going to call it that, but. Well, I mean, it's a wide receiver. He should be pretty used to getting jerseys <laughs> grabbed here. Regardless, it's two point or two free throws coming up here for Benson Harper. Yeah. He's had 12 points entering the third quarter or entering the fourth quarter. He's had 12 points in the fourth quarter. Averages 25.2 per game. And one made free throw, he's right there. Yeah. After only having eight point, two points in the first quarter. Well, now, now we have officials. And they're trying to figure out who the foul was on. Oh, they want, they're going to put 29 on the clock. Oh, they want 29 seconds. Yeah. Because, I mean, the foul was committed, and then he yeah. went all the way to the basket, on. and three guys crushed him to the wall. And <laughs> oh, I was I fouled back there. <laughs> I don't want to jinx ourselves here, Steve, but our microphones have eerily been close to all the action. Haven't been hit yet tonight, which is, frankly, a first in 13 years. Harper's first free throw is good. 25 on the night for him. Forty-eight to thirty-nine. Harbor Beach by nine. I mean, probably had a really good game plan. Oh, and they executed it. He makes both. And I think they just they just kind of ran out of gas. They were having a harder time staying up with Harper keeping the ball out of his hands. It's a full timeout called by Harbor Beach with twenty-nine seconds left. You're listening to W at Sports Network.
Up the inbounds with 30 seconds left. They trail by 10 points. Benson Harper steals it away. Wide open. Goes up for the layup and in for two points. It's now a 12-point lead, 51-39. to 39. Seven seconds left. 51-39, Ubley dribbling at the right, left wing extended, throws it up to the hoop. It's no good. Rebound, Harrowich, and the Pirates secure their first victory over the Ubley Bearcats since Valentine's Day 2019. 51-39 is your final. The Ubley Bearcats fall to Harrowich on the road is a hard-fought battle in a game that saw six lead changes and four ties. Ubley was leading with three and a half minutes to play, 38 to 34. And since that moment, Harbor Reach went on a 17 to one run to finish the game. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network. Hang tight, folks. We have one heck of a post-game show coming up here for you on Sports Radio 1021. Harbor Beach wins 51 to 39 over the Ubley Bearcats. Final score from Harbor Beach, the Pirates prevail over the Ubley Bearcats by 12 points, 51 to 39. Benson Harper paces all scores with 26 points, 14 of them coming in the fourth quarter. And the Pirates finish on a 17 to one run in the final three minutes and 27 seconds to pull away and beat their rivals, the Ubley Bearcats for the first time since 2019. We'll have all the details coming up next on the WLW Sports Network. 5139. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network at post game now. It feels like the game isn't over yet, frankly, because how many twists and turns and everything else we saw in that game. And when all said and done, the Harbor Beach Pirates come back in a flurry of action to defeat the Ubley Bearcats. 51-39 to is your final. The Harbor Beach Pirates get a six-game losing streak off their backs to the Ubley Bearcats dating back to February 14th, 2019 for their first victory over the Bearcats in that span. And uh, they did it in quite the fashion. They, Mind you, with six minutes and 15 seconds left in this ballgame. It was Ubley 36, Harbor Beach 29. Ubley was fouled, or Harbor Beach uh, went up for a shot, didn't get the foul. Something was said, something happened. Skyler Cruz gets called for the technical foul. They go down, make two free throws, go down, get the ball, make another big shot from Braden Franzel. A big three. He had five straight points there. And suddenly, it went from 31-29 Ubley to 36-29 with 6.15 remaining regulation. said, oh boy, here come the Ubley Bearcats we've known for how long? And suddenly, it awoke the slumber of the Harbor Beach Pirates. The angry bear was awoken, and Benson Harper came to work. He entered the fourth quarter with just 12 points. Ended up with 26. Let's take it quarter by quarter, though. In the first quarter, we saw two lead changes and one tie. 
Outreach came out and was leading 4 nothing in the first two and a half minutes. And then Albee scores eight straight points to make it 8-4 to four with 3.25 left in the first quarter. Outreach makes two more baskets, including a three-pointer from Dustin Emmerich. Makes it 9-8, to eight, Outreach. Ubley responds with the three of themselves, makes it 11-9, to 11-11. And then Ubley makes five straight points to wrap up the first quarter, and it's 16-11 to 11 at the end of the first quarter. In the second quarter, Harvard-Reach makes a basket a minute inside and cuts the deficit to three points, but Ubley responds with a basket of their own, exchanging baskets all the way until it's 20-15, to 15, Ubley by five points, three and a half to play in the first half. And then Harvard-Reach goes on a 4-0 or 6-0 run to, go to take the lead, with a minute 18 left in the half, 21 to 20. Ubley makes a free throw with a minute four remaining in the second quarter from Austin Gettner, and it's tied at halftime, 21 to 21. In the third quarter, Harbor Beach comes out in a flurry and flash, and was leading 27 to 21 to start that third quarter. And Harbor Beach leading by six points, but then the Ubley Bearcats responded with a 10-0 run of their own in the next three and a half minutes. It went from 27 to 21 to 31 to 27, Ubley leading by four points, with just 21 seconds remaining in the third quarter. High Reach makes a basket or makes two points with uh, seven seconds left in the third, and we enter the third quarter with a two-point lead for the Ubley Bearcats, 31 to 29. Fourth quarter begins with Ubley making five more straight points. So like that's, a, that's where that technical foul happened, as well as the three from Braden Fransel. Made it 36 to 29, Ubley by seven points, and then with 6.05 remaining, that's when the uh, Ubley, Harbor Beach started to connect here a little bit. Two points, another free throw, another two points with 4.05 left, makes it 36 to 34, Ubley by two points. Ubley scores with 3.27, and that would actually be the last basket made by the Ubley Bearcats in that game. I think that came from Seth Maurer. Yes, it did. Seth Maurer. And then from that point forward, all Harbor Beach goes on a 17-1 run to finish the game in the final three minutes and 12 seconds. Went from 38 to 37, then 38-38, 41-38 Harbor Beach, 43-38. Ubley makes one of two free throws from Austin Gentner. Makes it a four-point game with a minute and a half left. And then the rest of the way out, Harbor Beach scores eight points in the next minute, in the next 93 seconds. To make it 45 39, 47 39, 49 35, or 39, and then the final 51 to 39 to win by 12 points over the Ellie Bearcats in quite the fashion. Steve Bone, before we get into the individual stats, any thoughts here of what we just saw in a game that had six lead changes and four ties? I mean, I thought Ubley played really well. They did what they, their game, they really executed the game plan really well. They ran out a little. They ran out of gas at the end, and they just don't have the same firepower, yeah. you know, to to stay there. Um, but I thought they, I thought their game plan against um, Harbor Beach was excellent. I mean, you look at it. Harper entered the fourth quarter with 12 points, and their second leading scorer, Bisher, had zero. The game ends. Bisher still has zero, but Harper gets 26. So, I mean, they did a great job doing what, exactly what they wanted to do. Um, they, you know, you hold the second leading score to zero, um, but Harper, you know, he's just that type of player. Once things start going, and you got to start chasing, uh, he's going to score some points. I thought uh, the big shot was uh, Emrick making that three. Yeah. I mean, Hubbard Beach was two of fourteen from the arc, and they had some good <laughs> looks. But that the last one both from Dustin Emrick. The last, yeah, the last one they shot, the Emrick one. 
Um, the score was they were down four. He makes it. Now it's down one. Momentum's going their way. And I think you said from that point on it was 17 to 1 run. Yeah. So am I correct in saying that Dustin Emmerich made the first three attempted for Harbor Beach in the night? If no. It wasn't. It was the second three of the night? It was his third one. Okay. All yeah. right. That's right. He started out 0 for 2 and then made the third one. Yep. And then Harbor Beach misses the next 10. Yeah. And then Dustin Emmerich makes the last one for the 14th attempt of the night. Right. And like we talked about at halftime, we figured that. You know, Ron was going to say, hey, let's uh, get that ball inside. And, again, you look at the second-half stats, they're 10 of 16 inside the arc. Mm-hmm. And there's one of four outside the arc. So they definitely they cut back on it, but they you know they kept shooting a really good percent inside. So that's where they needed to go. So that was a good adjustment. The other adjustment I thought they made was, uh, you know, they started the game off in man, or I mean in zone. Yeah. And Ubley got, you know, Franzel just got a couple really good looks and knocked everything down. And, I mean, they were four or nine in the first half, shooting a three, and then they they switched to uh, man in the second quarter, and they pretty much stayed that way the rest of the way. And it just it just kind of wore ugly out. They just couldn't get enough open open looks. They had to rush their shots a little bit. And uh, again, you know, they shot 34 percent for the game. You know, when they shot, you know, they were four of, like they were they were six. They shot 60 percent in the first quarter. So yeah. they were six of ten, and then from there out, they only made seven more baskets. So that's tough. Yeah, that's tough. But again, I give them a lot of credit. Again, you, you, they're competitors. They competed. They played so hard. They, you know, they 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 defended. They rebounded. They did everything they had to do to stay in the game. And they just came up a little short against a, you know, that, that's a good Harbor Beach that's team. That's a talented team there. Yeah. Yep. Leading the way for the Elby Bearcats, Braden Franzel with 16 points, 7 points for Austin Gentner. Con Ozentoski with 6, Seth Maurer with 4, and then 2 points each for Cannon Peruski, Mitchell Foote, and Daniel Drzeski. From the free throw line, Ubley was 6 of 8 for 75% on the evening. Largest lead was by 7 points. They, they led 36 to 29 with 6.15 remaining in the fourth quarter. They did have 12 turnovers, which was 5 more than the Harbor Beach Pirates. And shockingly, they were out-rebounded by Harbor Beach 21-20 when all said and done. At the end of the third quarter, it was Ubley 18 for rebounds, Harbor Beach with 14. Ubley just had two rebounds, if my stats are correct, and that's a big if. Uh, I'll, I'll say that on air, uh, on the record. But according to my records, Harbor Beach had 21 rebounds, Ubley with 20. For the Harbor Beach Pirates, they are led by Benson Harper, who entered the game with a 25.2 point average. He had 26 tonight. 14 of those coming in the fourth quarter. Uh, from the free throw line, he just missed one free throw on two, four, six, eight, nine attempts. So he's eight for nine from the free throw line tonight. Dustin Emmerich with nine critical points. Jackson Wilginski with eight points, all coming in the first and third quarters. Four points for Skyler Cruz, including the technical foul, and then two points each for Seth Nowiski and Hackett Sober. From the free throw line, Harbor Beach was nine of 13 for 69%. Largest lead, 12 points right at the end of the game. Seven turnovers for the Pirates compared to Ubley's five, or 12. And rebounding went in favor by one. That's an unofficial stat of the evening. Steve, like you said, for shooting, or did you go over a full stance for shooting? Or uh, why don't you I, walk us through that? Yeah, all right. Um, again, Harbor Beach really turned it around in the second half. Uh, 10 of 16, 63% inside the arc, 1 of 4 outside. So they ended up the second half shooting 55% for the game. 
42%. Again, that two for 14 from the arc. You know, they had some good looks. They knock a couple of those down. Maybe the game changes earlier than it did. Um, then you go on to the ugly side. Again, they, uh, they were only 3 of 12 inside the arc uh, in the second half, but they were still 3 of 9 from outside the arc, 33%. You'll take that. Uh, but uh, for the second half, 6 of 21 for 29%. And then uh, for the game, they ended up 34%. Uh, they did shoot 39% from the arc. That's kind of what got them the lead. That's kind of what kept them in the game. Uh, but it kind of got away from them in the fourth quarter. Again, they had a couple good looks. Uh, they drew up some nice stuff. They just didn't knock it down. Um, you know, going back to the defensive pressure that they put on, um, I thought that uh, Colin Ozentoski did a great job yeah, I along thought so with too. Seth Maurer. Yep. I mean, they were face guarding uh, Bisher and Harper all night and kind of wears you down on the offensive end as well. It gets really tough to score when you're chasing somebody as good as, uh, especially Benson Harper, that's a tough thing. But on the other side, I mean, Harvard Beach, I mean, they had to defend hard as well. You know, it's really nice, you know, there's a uh, Caban comes off the bench. I mean, he defended, I mean, he neutralized his guy. And that kind of, when they could slow the make it so it just was really difficult for Ubley to score. That's when things started to change. They just they were trying to be patient, but they just couldn't get the look they wanted. And then when they did, they just couldn't knock it down. And again, when you got somebody in your face the whole time and just hawking the ball, that offense gets really difficult. So I was really impressed with both teams as how hard they played defensively and, and the way they went after each other. I thought it was a great game, and it's exactly what we expected. That's why you kicked the season off with this. I know That's you, why I picked this. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly why. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, was, I was talking about this earlier where – the, before the football broadcast season begins, okay, I know I have four weeks. Okay, I know I have three weeks. I need to do this and do this. Basketball is like putting on your best suit and then running through a burning building. <laughs> uh, you just try to get, grab whatever you possibly can and hope that you survive that first broadcast, and I, I feel like we did. But the Ubley Bearcats, after starting off the season winning three of their first four, have now lost three of their last four uh, against Everson. Well, they, they went up to Leelanau County, which is impressive. And they lost to Frankfurt by a sizable amount, but then they beat Lake Lanaway St. Mary by 15 points, lost to KPAC on Wednesday by three, and now lost to Harbor Beach by 12. Now they have four more straight games on the road at Sandusky, at Brown City, at Memphis, at KPAC. And then they finally return home on the 31st of January to face off with Harbor Beach. Yeah, I mean, again, I mean, they're, they're champions. I mean, what would you say? Oh. How many of them played on the football team? Oh, uh, I mean, they're the, the, winners. All but three. They, they, I mean, they'll, they'll, they'll continue to work. They'll continue to compete. Yeah, the, the, um, Coach Sorensen, you know, is going to have to f- try to find some other offense somewhere besides Franzel. I mean, some consistent offense. You're going to have them games where guys are up and down, but to have somebody that's an, another go-to where if things start to get tough on Franzel, like they kind of did, that was the other thing they changed. When they put Harper on Franzel, I really gave him a lot more trouble getting open so anyways they'll keep working at it like i said they'll compete the whole year and uh they'll probably when it's all over they'll win more than they lose so oh absolutely and for harbor beach that's two wins in a row on wednesday against sandusky 69 to 34 by 35 points over the ugly bearcats by 12 points now they go on the road on the 10th that would be wednesday at kpac and then return home against memphis on the 17th uh 12 days from now uh next wednesday and then at Marlette at home against Brown City 
at Sandusky at Ubley, wrapping up their January schedule. So, Steve Bone, that wraps up our first broadcast. Our next broadcast is on Wednesday as the Bad Axe Hatchets travel to the Elkton Pigeon Bayport Lakers, if, or is it the other way around? I can't remember. Let me pull that up as you keep talking, though, as your <laughs> initial thoughts from surviving our first broadcast. No, it was great to get back in this chair here again. Um, always a little. Uh, Lakers at Bad Axe next Lakers. Wednesday. Okay. So we'll be at center court. At Bad Axe <laughs> with, with 45 feet behind us before our next fan. Exactly. Um, you know, another thing that strikes me about this game, and, you know, it's not being on the inside, you don't really see it when you're just. But, again, you look at a Harbor Beach team that's lost six in a row. Yeah. Two. You know, and four of the guys on the floor weren't even around when that losing streak started, basically. Right? Because yeah. they were sophomores. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there is something about vanquishing that that critter that keeps getting you. And so this game was probably tougher than, you know, looking at it. It seemed like uh, Harbor Beach, you could see the pressure oh, that, that was on them because I, they, I, they, 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 there be was felt, a lot yes. of things that, you know, they're expected to win. They're supposed to do this, supposed to do that. And uh, it, it took a long time, I mean. <laughs> But they finally got over that hump, and sometimes that's the hardest part. Once you get over the hump, then the next time maybe it would be a whole lot easier. So, But, again, those rivalry games, that's just uh, you bring out the best in each other and sometimes you bring out the worst in each other. But in the end, it's usually pretty good. Well, that's what we call the backyard brawl for a reason. That's right. Well, that wraps up as Harbor Beach victorious on their home court, 51-39. to And uh, Steve Bone, uh, as far as our predictions go, I took Harbor Beach by 12 points. I was hoping we were going to get off the air without you announcing that, but I figured you'd throw it in there somehow. Well, at one point, we thought we were both going to be wrong. Well, well, we, we both picked Harbor Beach. You picked Harbor Beach by 18. I took it by 12, and it very well looked like our uh, Ubley was going to walk out of here with another victory. So, uh, in that sense, um, well, we look really smart right now. Yeah. Uh, for a split second, then people remember who is talking on the airwaves right now. Tonight's broadcast was brought to you by Thumb Sailor, the talk of the thumb, Kohler Propane, North Star Bank, Harbor Beach Community Hospital, Bresky Siding and Building Repair, McVeigh Insurance Agency, Ramsey Fingerhome, our family serving yours since 1948, the Elber Insurance Agency of Port Hope and Harbor Beach, Bayport State Bank, Harbor Beach True Value, and Sure Health. Better health, better life, are you sure? On behalf of Steve Bone, in-game analysis, my name is Clark Ramsey, producer and host of this broadcast. We hope you enjoyed tonight's game. It felt good to be back on air after 41 days off. And just before we know it, we'll be back on air on Wednesday, shifting our attention to the Greater Thumb West as the Elkton Pigeon Bayport Lakers on the road at Bad Axe on January 10th on Wednesday. That is a Wednesday game, Lakers at Bad Axe next week. Our reach improves and stays perfect in divisional play. Takes out the Ubley Bearcats for their first win since February 14th, 2019, which required a half-court shot at the buzzer for the victory. This time it took a second portion of the fourth quarter for a flurry of a comeback to take out the Ubley Bearcats, going on a 17-1 run to wrap up the game and take out the Ubley Bearcats for Harbor Beach's eighth victory of the season, tying last year's total win record in half the time. On behalf of Steve Bone, my name is Clark Ramsey. Thank you for listening tonight. It was a pleasure to meet also the new superintendent of Harbor Beach tonight. Thank you for all the hospitality. We'll be back on air on Wednesday. Lakers at Bad Axe on your Hardwood Home Price School Hoops, the WLW Sports Network.
This has been a presentation of the WLEW Sports Network, powered by AgriValley Services, on Sports Radio 102.1 FM and live and worldwide at WLEWsports.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Just search for WLEW Sports. Your hardwood home for high school hoops is the WLEW Sports Network. When it comes to home improvement projects, there are only so many ways to complete the task the right way and about a million ways for it to go wrong. That's where your local Harbor Beach True Value store comes in. A wise man once told me that the key to a home plumbing project is a full tank of gas. So instead of running to that big box store 17 times to figure out what you need on your own while trying to look like you know what you're doing, why not head to your local hardware store that can help you reach your project's finish line? The friendly and experienced staff of Harbor Beach True Value have the knowledge and know-how of how to get the job done right the first time. They know the difference between inside and outside diameters of PVC. They know what questions to ask so that you can save time, money, and the headaches for whatever might be on that honey-do list. So when you're in need of plumbing supplies, HVAC, paint, DNR licenses, yard and garden items, or just that one random nut and bolt that went missing, you know where to go. That's your local hardware store in downtown Harbor Beach at the corner of 1st and State Street, just a block from the main light. Harbor Beach True Value. Locally owned and locally yours.